baby. Will you eat that there snack cracker in your special outfit for me, please? Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. MSRP must purchase from dealer stock. Credit rating required. Excludes tax title, destination charge, and a bunch of other stuff I don't feel like saying right now. Speaking of cars, Darren once had a very nice Pontiac vibe that I wanted so bad, and he callously gave it away to some charity, and I will never forgive him for that. However, Darren does have to pay the one order in restaurants. I think they might be wrong for children's burgers. Hey, I wonder if I the cat. No, I definitely did not feed the cat. Crap, I need to feed the cat. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Darren. Welcome to Irritable Dad Center with this episode 123. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, so this is the first episode of season four mm-hmm. or the penultimate episode of That's Not How Numbers Work. Right. Regardless <laughs> of how you look at it. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Yes. Now, this is mine and Darren's show. Yes. We get to choose what goes on here and how mm-hmm. this works. Yeah. And I just had a conundrum yeah. of what I could say during this episode and what I couldn't. Right. And it <laughs> dawned on me that could- I could say what... Whatever the hell I want. So I want to say a few things. Okay. Okay. I have wanted to do this for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to be involved in a podcast or in some sort of media like this. It's been something I've wanted to do for a while. Right. I've always enjoyed. uh, I listen to old Howard Stern shows, old Opie and Anthony. I like Bob and Tom. Mm -hmm. I just like listening to that scott johnson of frog pants network he's great podcaster okay love his shows and i always wanted to do that until eventually just said well let's find out if uh you know darren wants to do it after i recorded an episode of me talking to squirrels right so which i still want to hear yeah we started and if you want to know how that went it's episode (laughs) one don't lord (laughs) please so this show has gone on one hell of a journey. Absolutely. So we're in, this is, so season four, we're starting year four. The first year was really only two months. So calm right. down, people. Right. <laughs> but I, you know, from the the first time that I talked to Darren about starting a show, I had an idea of what it would be and where it would go. Mm-hmm. And I never saw it going the places that it's been. So, uh, and I came to this, I was going to put a, a note on the, the Patreon page. Mm-hmm. I, I like to send them notes. I like to send them things. Yeah. And I thought, no, I want to put this on, I want to put this in an episode. I want to talk to everybody on an episode. So a, a very special, it's very special. Mike um, is sitting down and right aside yes, with Mike as it were. So I was sending out the Christmas cards. So for the patrons and I looked at the first year that we sent them out. I had the, the people that we sent them out to. I, the card is still there on the computer. I could see it. And then designed the next card. And just the act of putting in the addresses of all of the people, I noticed that the number of patrons we had doubled. Yeah. And the number of people that actually listen 
to this stuff that comes out of our face has skyrocketed is, from when we started. It has way more than doubled. And you told a story, I don't know if it's going to be in the episode before, yes. or if it was just, okay, of uh, an individual that we don't know that no started clue. listening to the show. And all that stuff has kind of hit home with me yeah. in a in a weird way. I'm starting to see this show the way I was seeing the other shows, the other podcasts when I was listening to them. Mm -hmm. And I just want to thank everybody. You, obviously. Wow. You, you've been involved in every show. Yes. Um, so, in, sort of, yes. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> From the beginning, we've had a number of rules for the show. And it's not necessarily, you know, I hate to use the word rules. It's, it's things we're not going to break. Yeah. And one is we're not going to go to political. No. We're not going to uh, tr try not to offend anyone. I never like offending people. Yeah, don't yeah. like offending people. Yeah. We are going to have something for you guys every week, come hell or high water. Yeah. And we're always going to have fun while we're doing what we do. That's the most important rule. We walk into this show. Some weeks we have nailed down minute to minute what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Other weeks we come in. And ain't nobody knowing what we're going to talk about. <laughs> some people, those are some of the best ones. Those are some of the best yeah. ones, and some of the ones we plan out are the best ones. But the what makes this fun and what keeps this being fun for me is right along with you guys, the ones that are our dedicated listeners and our fans, know that we release new episodes on Tuesday. Every Tuesday on release day, when I'm driving into work, mm -hmm. I've got our show on. Yeah, and for. A brief minute, not the early episodes. The early episodes, I'm cringing. I can't <laughs> listen to those. But anything, you know, more recent or, you know, 50 and beyond for myself, I know you have a different number. I, for a brief moment, every once in a while, will hear our show not as something that we did, mm -hmm. but as a piece of entertainment on the radio that I'm enjoying. And yeah. that's a magical, I will find myself laughing right along. Fun fact, sometimes I'll get ready, I'll say, this guy should say this, and then it, <laughs> I say it. So it just, it never ceases to, I, I think back, I know a few few people, and I'm going to go on for a bit, so just bear with me. Okay. Some people have started a podcast, I'm in a number of groups of people starting, and when I see the questions that they're asking, it reminds me of where we were at that moment, and I see how far we've come, and we could not do it without each and every one of you, believe me, every download, every listen we get, we yes. see, and we appreciate you. Please follow us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Reach out to us. I think Facebook is probably the one that we interact the most because yeah. that's the easiest to get into yeah. and deal with. Um, let us know how you feel about the show, what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. Talk to us because we, we are having a blast. Absolutely. Again, I want to thank each and every one of you. Except Chris Hughes. Yeah. Everyone else, yeah. no, I'll think Chris Hughes. <laughs> I think we're past that. Well, if I can add to this, yes. I mean, I take pride in this. Yeah. I look yeah. forward every Tuesday to this podcast. I really, really do. And every time I ran into somebody who was a little bit nutty, kooky, yeah. I'm like, that's absolutely going into the show. Oh, yeah. And it just it puts my whole uh, life into perspective now because whenever I do something that's fun or awkward or whatever, I'm yeah. like, great, this is something that I can share. And I enjoy sharing this. And yeah. the fact that so many people have started actively enjoying this show, it just yeah. it really makes me feel awesome. Right. I try to find the humor in everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want this to sound weird, but this show. F Sorry. Mother. <laughs> this show 
forces me to find the humor in situations. Yeah. But I don't always feel like that every week. When the show hits, it's time to turn that on. And whether I'm being pissy and I'm ranting about something or whether I'm saying something I think is genuinely funny, this show forces me to stay on the lighter side of life. And I appreciate it. I think that's the the longstanding value for me mm-hmm. of the show is that there's always this piece that I have to be fun. Yeah. I have to find the fun. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I, I like too. no matter what happens, I appreciate the opportunity that all of you people mm-hmm. give yeah. to allow me to do that. All y'all. All y'all. Yeah. All yins, yeah. as it were. So this is a comedy show, so we should probably say something <laughs> funny at some point. Darren? This episode of Irritable Dad Syndrome was recorded on December 14th, 2022. Some references may seem dated. Please listen responsibly. Thank you. Another thing. Okay. So you're yeah. listening to this. It's a new year. People yes. do New Year's resolutions. It's a new year, new you. Yeah. New, new episode. Yeah. I normally don't do New Year's resolutions. I, I started a couple of resolutions at the end of last year, and I'm going to continue those. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, I'm going to start to listen to Darren. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard he Thank says you. funny things. <laughs> And I know that from myself because uh-huh. I will listen to you on those Tuesdays <laughs> and I will laugh uh-huh. and podcast Mike is not reacting to what you're saying. Sometimes that in and of itself is right. funny because sometimes you do the same thing. Uh, but other times I feel like saying, you know what? You need to give credit where credit's due. You're a funny dude. I, thank you. So I mean, I try. I appreciate you saying that. I think you're funny than I am, So, but we won't have that argument. <laughs> And yep. if you would like for mm. Mike to not drone on and on and on next week, mm. send us a review mm. this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to add a minute of that every episode every until episode. you guys review this thing. <laughs> no, thank you, guys. Thank you very much. This portion of our show is brought to you by Funk Away, the odor eliminator for shoes. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I hate the smell of feet sandals, and shoes. So I use Funk Away. Here's how it works. Spray your funky shoes. The more they stink, the more you spray. Let them air dry and live funk-free. Just don't tell George Clinton. Don't just cover up odors. Eliminate them. Funk Away. It's guaranteed to work and available wherever funky products are sold. Back to you in the studio. One of the many things that we've talked about on this podcast since we started was the grocery store Kroger. And, um, <clears throat> still not a sponsor, by the way. No, they're not. No, mm. they are not. And mm. Rightfully so. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I was at home one day and one of the patrons of our show, Jason Durbin, big fan of the show. He's a fan of me. He's a fan of you. He sends me a text saying that he went to Kroger and he met the legendary Paul, the cashier who gives the history lessons. Okay. 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 And I asked him, what did Paul talk to you about? And he talked about like the Cherokee Indians. And then there was someone at the store named, uh, I believe his name was uh, Peyton. And then he talked about uh, some, a war that the United States was in. And this was all <laughs> in the period of, of checking out like 12 items. Okay. I think. Yeah. And so, but Jason was so excited that he met Paul, the, the history <laughs> lesson guy. And after I got off the phone with Jason or after I read the text, I'm like, crap, I, I need to go to Kroger. Yeah. I'm going to run down there because Paul's there. Yeah. And I went down, 
And it was just absolutely delightful. If Paul is in the store, I will get in his line. I don't care if he has 50 people in his line and Suzanne next to him has one person. Yeah. I'll get in Paul's line because I want to hear the history lesson. Yeah. So I get in and I'm just like, what's Paul going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. Turns out, <clears throat> it turns out Paul has a crush on Katie Holmes. Oh. And she used to be married to Tom Cruise. Okay. Okay. So he was talking about that if he were to marry or date, Katie Holmes, he would have to bring her uh, here to, I think, to Westchester. Okay. Uh, because he's worried about, you know, moving to New York because where she lives now, if you move to New York, there's a lot of crime there. And I found out that Paul has a sidekick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the bagger on yeah. the other register right across from Paul <laughs> just was not interested in anything that Paul had to say. <laughs> Paul's like, yeah, I'm going to have to get Katie Holmes. To, yeah. to move here with me. She ain't moving in with you. <laughs> she doesn't like you. But if she did, she ain't going to like you. Okay. And then he says, you know, but we couldn't live in New York because it's, it's unsafe. Yeah. New York is safe. I've got a friend who's lived there for 22 years and nothing's ever happened. Sounds like Paul's got a guy that's tired of his. Exactly. Yeah. And I looked, I was like, Paul and the other guy, they need their own show. They need, <laughs> if they had their own podcast, I would listen to it every single day. So, but kudos to Paul. And I hope that one day he does get to go out with uh, Katie Holmes. It's un- very unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Last time I was at Kroger, this is a segue. Yeah. I bought, uh, I've been eating a lot of raisins. Okay. I don't know why, but yeah. I crave them. I, I get on raisin kick every I love once in raisins. While. And have you ever read the box of uh, raisins? No. Okay, so I get them in the bag. So, so oh, oh, yeah, with the with the Ziploc seal. Yeah, because when I go for you, raisins, I go hard. Yeah, mm, uh, yeah, you know, mm. and I'll eat like a couple of handfuls, and then the rest just rot. Yeah, you, know, you got to have the Ziploc back. seal. Yeah. So I've got a box of sun-made raisins. Yeah, that's uh, the best way to make them. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, raisins, timeless and trusted. I never the trusted fuck? a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hell you trust a raisin Really? With. Trusted. Yeah. I need a good, trustworthy snack. Yeah. Can't go wrong with a raisin. <laughs> the raisin's going to feed your dog for you while you're what, gone. What is so, yeah, what's trusted about a raisin? Yeah. And then another thing that I noticed, and I was disappointed there was no 800 number to call because I would like to call and ask mm-hmm. some questions about raisins. Uh, ingredients. Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. There's, there's no point. In having an I ingredients know. section, if there ain't no ingredients yeah. besides raisins. Yeah. It's like water. Ingredient? Water. Water. Yeah. But yeah, if you're looking for a trusty snack, can't go wrong with raisins. <laughs> you remember when we went and taught the class on how to do a podcast? Yeah. And uh, we had some interesting questions. Yeah. And one of the people said, well, could you do a podcast about like romance? I'm like, sure. And this one was like, I want to do a podcast about me and my husband and how we don't get along on this or that or this or that or this, this or that thing or this thing yeah. or that thing. And yeah. sometimes he'll do this and I don't like when he does that. And sometimes I yeah. do this and he doesn't like that. And sometimes when I tell him, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, okay. Yeah. Do, yes, that yeah. could be a podcast. Yeah. One of the examples I gave was if you want to eat like a different type of cereal once yeah. a week, you could do a podcast uh-huh. on cereal, yeah. right? What does Jim Timmerman send me? Jim Timmerman, loyal listener yeah. to the show, uh-huh. frequent contributor. There is a guy on Twitter called Cereal Time, yeah. and he does that very thing. He's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. He posts like 10-minute little videos of a different box of cereal. Okay. okay? 
I, I I went down the rabbit hole and I watched just over and over and over again. Uh-huh. A- any type of cereal you're looking for, uh-huh. I believe he has eaten it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And it's just as entertaining as anything else that's on the internet. And I cannot recommend enough Twitter cereal time. Okay. And the dude it ends every episode, stay crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to get him on our show yeah. and talk cereal with him. Yeah. Because I mentioned years ago when I worked at WJHL, Somebody from the Kellogg's Corporation was in our studio for, we were having a charity event or something. I Uh can't remember why he was there. And I was talking his ear off about uh, like the worst cereals ever. And one of them was uh, uh, some orange cereal where the milk turned orange. He said that was a bomb. And then he remembered Big Mix cereal. and We talked about that or whatever. Finally, my boss is like, Darren, Darren, stop. Darren, stop talking about cereal. And I had to let the guy go. Yeah, but go mm. on Twitter and look up cereal time. So I want to do a little break here, real quick, okay? Because you brought this up. Okay, uh, I follow a guy on TikTok called John McGinnis, and I highly recommend everybody within the sound of my voice follow this man. Okay. So if you're listening to this in your car, you're not going to be able to see this. Okay. But for our people that are streaming, and you you can look right up there. Okay. This dude. Let me set this up. Mm-hmm. He has a piece of music that he plays. It's the same music for all of his videos. I think he has maybe a thousand videos. Mm-hmm. He does the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. He pours a hot food item onto a smaller food item. He eats them and then starts waving his hands. And um, <laughs> it's um, yeah. it's it's freaking glorious. And I'm going to play one for, uh, for our group here. Okay. Let me move the microphone around okay. so I can hear. Oh, no. He's got, he's got normal videos in there. Awesome. So let me let me get into the lore of this guy. Okay. Sometimes he misses. Sometimes he doesn't get the food to his mouth fast Uh enough. And those are the fun ones because he cracks up, (laughs) but he still does the hand thing. So for those of us watching us on the stream, you're welcome. You got to see the James uh, John McGinnis. John McGinnis. Okay. Well, this is crazy because somebody that I wanted to pimp who is on Instagram Uh goes by Logie Pump Twenty (laughs) Three. L O G E Y P U M P two three, and this guy has an Elmo puppet, and Elmo cusses. <laughs> so let's listen to a little bit of cussing Elmo on Instagram. Yeah. Two thousand one, two Okay, that one just said Elmo farting. Hold on a second. Let's get uh, let's get cussing Elmo. So yeah, um, <laughs> when when we had Megan Mitchell on the show, I was talking about how uh, I liked watching the the lady who works mm-hmm. at the senior center and she's dancing with all her residents. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I like I'm into horse feet. I like watching people cut yeah, horses, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, their hooves and stuff. But man, I found that guy on Instagram <laughs> cussing Elmo, and it's so hilarious. Absolutely, Logie Pump Twenty Three. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we've totally ran out of things to talk about. <laughs> 
This portion of our show is brought to you by the Butter Cutter. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I love to cook, and I love to host dinner parties. Well, if you ask me, the most important part of dinner is the butter. A nice pad of real butter placed directly on a freshly baked dinner roll turns a regular meal into an enjoyable eating experience. You might not know this, but I have OCD, and nothing grinds my gears more than when one pad of butter is larger than the other. And that's where the butter cutter comes in. With this revolutionary product, you can cut a stick of butter into 16 even pieces. And just like that, everybody's happy. So make your next dinner party a success with the butter cutter. Available wherever fine kitchen products are sold. Now back to the show. I finished watching Rings of Power. Yes. <laughs> we can oh, finally talk about it? Oh my God. Okay, spoilers. Okay. Suck it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about spoilers. I thought, okay, because I remember you said that your wife saw somebody. She it. And she thought that there was somebody else. Did, but now, I, the old man in the forest with the long she beard. It. I thought he was uh, going to be Sauron. They they made it look like that. In right, the, in but, the, he, like the, but he in wasn't. The, in the penultimate episode. Yes. He ended up not being Sauron. Because yeah. the first guy we came in, where you stood up and yelled, oh, shit, and he had the... The, yeah. the hand thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. we thought he was Sauron. Yeah, I thought he was there for And even when they said he wasn't, it was the same. I had right. the flashbacks of when I originally saw Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I thought, ah, Darth Vader's not really his dad. Yeah. You know, because why Why That's would you crazy. expect him to tell the truth? Right. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, the Gandalf thing, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I thought he was Gandalf, like, when he first landed in the fire, with like the fire all around him, I thought, oh, that's Sauron. Yeah, he's not Gandalf. Yeah, he is. He is Gandalf. He's Gandalf. Okay. The dude with the beard. And yeah. The, yeah, yeah, he's Gandalf. Because we thought he might have been Saruman. No. Okay. No. The only reason I know, well. Oh. Mm, mm. Right? Because they never specifically said. Well, okay, so a couple things yeah. about Gandalf is okay. Gandalf comes from the same place that uh, Sauron comes from. They like come from a different. Yeah, they're from Bristol, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Gandalf is known for having a particular bond with hobbits. He really, he's mm. he's always he's, loved the hobbits. He's they're his favorite. Yeah, and all that. And I thought, well, this yeah. kind of explains where that comes. Like he landed, and they show him all this kindness and everything. Yeah. That's kind of. But now those are harfeet. Those aren't hobbits. What are they? Harfeet? Are they? Are they're not hobbits? Are they? Whatever, yeah, little little people with feet. Yeah, it's, okay, you know, I, I I don't know. I'm trying to get. Yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the the thing. The penultimate thing. So I kind of imagine when Bess said, "Oh, that's Gandalf." I was like, oh, "Okay, I can kind of see that." When she called Sauron. Now, when I say she hasn't watched this show, mm-hmm. she's watched maybe the first two or three episodes. Yeah, and nothing else. Yeah, nothing else. Darren, if she hasn't watched hasn't watched them. It's not like she's been down here and fallen asleep. Yeah. It's not like she's been in the room mm-hmm. upstairs while we're watching it. We watch them down here on that thar TV. Yeah. She is up in the bedroom talking to friends and all that other stuff. What is it? Episode eight or nine is the last episode. Whatever it is, yeah, it's a long. It's a long way from two or three. Yeah, it's a long way to the top. And I tell you know I'm like uh, so uh, Andrew. Do you know who uh, Sauron is? She's like, oh, is it the guy on the boat with uh, Galadriel? Yeah. Like what the what what how what what is what is wrong with you? Yeah, there's no inkling, no clue. How do you nothing? How do you even remember that guy? Yeah. Like what. Why? Why is what, he even what, in your head? What happened? What happened? Hey, what happened? Yeah, 
Anywho, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's um, like it's like if you remember, and I've I've watched The Office the entire series four times at this mm-hmm. point. I'm I'm on my fifth watch through. Yep. In the beginning, there were more people that worked in the office, and Michael had to fire like one. Yes, and then others just quit because he's a buffoon. It's like watching the first couple of episodes of The Office and then it going for nine seasons and one of them becoming the new CEO of the whole company right. and best calling, oh, yeah, the guy with the flannel and the weird hat. Yeah. Does he become CEO? Who, what is, what who the hell? Who would have called Andy Yeah, running the place? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Rings of Power. It's It was yes. badass. Oh. And I'm telling you, I, the, I swear... I think that it was as good as uh, almost. Sorry, I swear I think it's almost as good as the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. And okay. The, the, the excuse me, the original trilogy. Yeah. Uh, almost as good as not quite as good as the Hobbit. Okay. Yeah. So you like the Hobbit better than the original trilogy? <laughs> Probably because of Bilbo. Okay. I really liked the guy yeah, who played Bilbo. I like Bilbo. And, so, and yeah, but well, damn, it, it was amazing. Return of the King, Return of the King and the yeah. the original mean a lot to me, like mm-hmm. a whole lot to me. Yeah. Return of the King, I will cut a bitch that that, that yeah. this is Return of the King. Yeah. Um I I well, those, I like those that three you, movies, the first the first uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, yeah. I mean there are of equal footing all three movies. I cannot so, say that one was better than the other one. Yeah. Granted, they have some battle scenes that are more elaborate. Yeah. But fuck me, man. The first one with the Balrog. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, that's with iconic. The, the the orcs coming onto uh, Helm's Tirith. Deep. Yeah. In, Hel- yeah. In the second, in, in uh, two towers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was just something in every one of those movies that makes I, you just like on the edge of your seat. So as a guy that's watched it tons and tons of times, yeah. one of the a couple of things that like stick out to me that uh, get me. So obviously, uh, the four Frodo part. I'm in. Tear. I'm in yes. tears from yeah. that point through the entire thing. I'm yeah. down here balling. I'm ugly crying mm-hmm. when they're all jumping in the bed with Frodo and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, but the I, I think it's cool and interesting. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Back up. Another piece of the Return of the King that's become one of my favorite parts of all of the movies in the series is the night before the final battle. Mm-hmm. It's Gandalf and whichever one it is, Merry or Pippin, that he's there. There, they can see Mordor out yeah, there. Yeah, and and he's he's talking to Gandalf about dying. Yeah, and it's all quiet, and it's like literally the storm. Yeah, and Gandalf is explaining something like everything turns to glass yep. and all that. I was like, yeah, that is one of the I coolest. Know. I know. As a as an older dude, oh, this is not weird. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. As a as a kid, I could if I, were, I actually want that at red at my funeral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I if I were a little kid, I would be like, come on, get to the fighting. But now I'm mm. like, oh, let's live in this moment. This is a good moment. Yes. Um. But I I'll agree with you. It's it's certainly on the same quality level as as all of them. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the Hobbit because the Hobbit got a lot of hate. Yeah. And I recently, because of the Rings of Power. Uh, and I went down a YouTube rabbit hole with all the different um, things about uh, Middle Earth that normal people who mm-hmm. have wives and lives don't know because they don't <laughs> read all this stuff. Uh, it, it wanted, it made me want to read the entire series from The Hobbit all the way through the history of Middle Earth. I'm like, I'm going to read all this stuff. So yeah. I made it through The Hobbit and I quit. But 
thing I noticed was all the people when The Hobbit was originally coming out, they were like, how do you do three movies? That's There's that much material in The Hobbit. And I will preface that. And I'll, before you get off, stop making comments. Back away from the keyboard. Right. There's a keyboard warrior out there right now that's yep. that's just listing all the stuff. Yep. Listen, The Hobbit is full of instances where Gandalf will say, you remember that time I found that dwarf on that thing? Yeah. And on the thing, yeah. The, in the movie, it shows what happened. So in the book, it's one sentence to the next. Mm-hmm. In the and then in the movie, it's like here's a twenty minute thing. So Gandalf fighting the necromancer, saving the dwarf from the necromancer. That's in the movie. Yeah, it's in the Hobbit book. It's just mentioned. Remember when I saved you from the necromancer? He's like, you didn't save me. I I walked out myself. And oh, and then they sing songs <laughs> and eat minced pies or whatever the hell they do. They love and then, hobbits. Love minced pies. Yeah. And then they'll be walking through the forest, and Gandalf's like, "I need to go uh, do some business with the uh, riggedydoos," and that's in the movie. Wait, can, it like can, it expands all of it. The only thing that I had a problem with the movie, mm-hmm. I don't. It's not that I have a problem with the movie, but I could see somebody legitimately having, Your Honor, I have a concern here. Is the whole thing with the orc on the wolves chasing them through the whole series? That kinda wasn't really a thing, uh-huh. but it was. The book is more um, dry than that. The yeah. book is like... You're talking the, the white orc. Yeah, the white orc. The <clears throat> book is more, here's the goblin nation and they're coming after. It's like a it's like a larger war type thing. And then they... And I don't know why. I, I think in the movie, to make it more cinematic, Peter Jackson said, okay, it's this guy and his group is, is coming. Because the wolves were their own group. The goblins were their own group. And I think orcs were just starting to be... Whatever they were finding themselves, they were finding, they yeah. were finding themselves. They were in college. <laughs> they were going yeah. through an experimental but phase. The, yeah, the battle. You know like saying? I yeah. read the book before I saw the movie, and I always thought, you know, since the movies came out, I thought the Battle of the Five Armies was just added in with the movies. No, it's in the book. Apparently, yeah. as a kid, I didn't have very good reading um, retention because yeah. that's all in there. Well, I mean, Legolas ain't in the Hobbit. No, he's, no, he's not. It's right. And then they threw in the but, the but, female love interest chick. Yeah, that was weird. Which people had a problem with. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that. And my favorite part of her being in that, because it is where it originated, Yeah, one of my favorite jokes from my wife. Yeah. Okay. When we watch, and I've told this story on the podcast before, and I'm going to tell it again. It's the first episode of the year. Screw you guys. When we watch a movie, if it's a science fiction movie, mm-hmm. if there's a spaceship, okay, yeah. if there's a dragon... If mm-hmm. there's something, I'll lean close into the boys and say, now you guys know that alien's not real, right? <laughs> okay. And then, yes, Dad, I've done it a thousand times. Yeah. And I love, with a capital L, when they bring friends to the house. Yeah. And if we're watching a movie uh-huh. and a dinosaur comes on, I will tell their friends, now you guys know that dinosaur's not real, right? <laughs> and they look at me like I'm out of my f- mind. Yeah. Like, yes, Mr. Cox, we, yes. Okay, yeah. I'm good, yeah, you're yeah. good. Yeah. <clears throat> Libby's joke, uh-huh. and it originated in The Hobbit, uh-huh. in the second one, when they're going down the river yeah. in the in the uh, barrels, yeah. and uh, 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 She-Elf, what's her name? Yeah. Um, um, uh, Trixie. Jelandi. Trixie too. the She-Elf is yeah. uh, going down, jumping from barrel to barrel, yeah. shooting everybody with their arrows, and yeah. Libby says, I can do that. <laughs> and yeah. then and we saw like the Avengers and Black Widow's kicking yeah. ass, and Libby says, I can do that. And yeah. every time a, a chick's on there just beating the hell out of somebody, Libby's like, I can do that. Yeah. It's my favorite joke from my yeah. wife. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I will say, if you guys want a per word 
rendition of the Hobbit. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're about uh, to uh, get let me into just, it. Let me let me come back. No, no. Yeah. I'm just saying the barrel thing. I kind of enjoy having both versions of it. I can read what was in the original book. I can right. imagine that. Right. And then I can see the movie. The movie doesn't take away from the book. The book yeah. doesn't take away from the movie. You can enjoy both forms. You can. So if you watch the movie, you see Trixie the elf jumping around and yeah. shooting people with arrows. If you read the book, you don't see that. Mm-hmm. You you hear about Bilbo, his feet being cold, and one of the dwarves <laughs> is can't keep his head above water, and he keeps saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Yeah. You want to you watch that for 20 minutes, or do you want to tri- watch Trixie the elf jump around? Yeah, Trixie. I'd rather watch Trixie. Yeah. Um, same thing with the, you want to watch the goblins politicize how they're going to come around the mountain and how they're going to do it. Or, or you just, just want to watch a just... white orc on a wolf yeah. chase them down. Yeah. You know, you got to watch have, the white orc. Have fun. Yeah. But yeah. And smaug, smaug, smaug. Yes. Um, Benedict Cumberbutton. It's way, I'm going to piss some people off. Okay. The movie version of that whole confrontation with the dragon and Bilbo is way better than the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, the book is yeah. like that's a dragon and it's scary, and it does it. It gives you. I mean, there's a it's sense a good of thing. I got this coin so fast. There's a sense of dread. There's a real sense of dread, but you have to use so much of your imagination in there. And I mean, it's describing him and everything. Yeah. But there's something about on the big screen uh-huh. seeing that dragon come down face yeah. to face with him. You're like, oh, shit, that's mm-hmm. what he was trying to describe. Yeah. I understand that immediately, and yeah. I am. Uh, for Klempt. I don't, <laughs> I do not, I would not be comfortable with that dragon being that close to me. Yeah. You know? Well, and then in the third one, the Battle of the Five Mar, <clears throat> Battle, the Battle one, of the Fire Marshals, the, the Battle of the Five Armies, <laughs> yeah. the third one, when dude uh, shoots the arrow yeah. into the, the weak spot of yeah, the dragons. Yeah. I remember the cartoon as a kid. That's the only thing I remembered yeah. from The Hobbit yeah. was that he shot him in the weak in the weak yeah. spot of his uh, underbelly. Well, okay, yeah. so here's an, that's another thing. It's yeah. very dramatized, and his kid is facing the other way, and he's like, just look at whatever, look at whatever. Yeah. It's not like that in the book. Yeah. In the book, he literally just says, huh. I got an arrow. Huh. I'm going to go up and kill a bitch. Some and bitch. he goes yeah. up and he literally says, I shout kill a bitch. And he pulls, <laughs> it's a bow and arrow that he holds with his hand uh-huh. and it's the whole thing and he shoots it and it goes down. Yeah. Now, and it doesn't seem like it's perilous like the whole city. In the book, it describes the city is burning down. Mm-hmm. People are freaking out and running around, but you don't get the sense that the building he's on is burning like it is in the in the movie and all hell's breaking loose. And of course, he would have his kids near it. He wants to make sure they're okay. So right. I'm okay with uh, Peter Jackson taking a little bit of liberty yeah. with the story. That makes sense. Yeah. The the dwarf and the Trixie the elf, uh, It's that's a little odd. Yeah. I don't know that that needed to be in there. Well, yeah. but, Speaking but of the dwarves. Thorin ended up being a douchebag, too, in the book as well. I mean, yeah. yeah. Who is the the leader of the dwarves? Sexiest damn dwarf I've ever seen in my life. Um, oh, what's his face? Uh, Thorin Oakenshield. Thorin, yeah, yeah. God, he's sexy. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. All the other, all the other dwarves yeah. are, are and, and he's and he's the, yeah, he's he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I really like, uh, Durin the elf in Rings of Power. I liked him a lot. All the the guy with the braided beard. Okay, I got, a, I got a kick. Out oh of him. yeah, I like. I him. really got a kick out of him. I like him. <laughs> the the elf. Okay, so now we can talk about some of the things when I was freaking out with you guys. Um, we'd had the little thread. We were talking about them. Mm-hmm. The scene where the guy that I thought was Sauron comes out, and yes. the elf, the one elf, escapes, but he's like fighting with swords and slinging around. I'm like, somebody been watching Star Wars. 
Yes. And they want they want to have that's a Jedi. Yeah. That you're literally just made a Jedi with pointy ears. Yeah. It's they, badass. Yeah, it was. It's badass. But that ain't how the elves are fighting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean in the in the books it does point out that they have a, a uncanny agility. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I'm a kid and I'm reading these things, I was like, "Oh, they can flip coins." And yeah. I didn't, I didn't think I, that they could jump around like Jedi because right. also when I was a kid, Jedi were fighting like this. That's how Darth Vader and Luke were. You know, they for, weren't they weren't swinging around and doing for this. People weird listening stuff. to this audio podcast, Mike is <laughs> acting like he's holding something with both hands. Yeah, yeah. dramatically. Yeah. So Rings of Power gets a, a major thumbs up from me. Yeah, I do think that's Gandalf. I you have intrigued me with the idea that that's Saruman. Yeah. But if it's it may, it may be Gandalf. Now I, I thought the guy really is as cool as I think it is that I had no idea who Sauron was. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish it was the other the guy that we thought it was because he he was very Saurony. He looks like there's artists whatever who have gone yeah. through descriptions and the works. Yeah, he looks like them. Like I think he has white hair in the books, but yeah. whatever. But he looks like him. So I think they kind of I think he kind of pulled the uh, rug out from under us there a little bit. Yeah. The Sauron guy doesn't look that Saurony. Yeah. Along this news, and I'm going to bring this up. This was in no rundown whatsoever. Okay. They are making a Dark Tower series, and I almost shit a baby I when th- I heard that. They already made a Dark Tower. Series. They made a Dark Tower movie. Okay. And they f***ed it up. Yeah. I've, they. Yeah. It was set up perfectly. Wasn't what's his face from the office in the in it? Um, uh, Idris uh, I, I, Idris Elba. Idris Elba was the gunslinger. <laughs> Idris Elbow. <laughs> Idris Elba. Ingrid Elbow. I don't the, want him kicking our ass. But I thought, <laughs> I really hope, because they keep showing promotional shots from that movie mm-hmm. along with the talks about this. I really, 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 <laughs> really, really hope uh-huh. that they get Matthew McConaughey for The Man in Black again because he. Okay. Like when I saw that they cast, I'm a Dark Tower fanatic. I have all the books. I've read them all. I've started reading them again. Here's a fun fact: Stephen King wrote this. He did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you knew that. They they are uh, they're pretty good. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey, his style of acting, his way of being. To me, when I saw that they cast him as the Man in Black, I was like, "That's you guys did." You nailed so that. So you like Matthew McConaughey? I like him. Saying. I like him in that role yeah. because the role of it's Walter, the Randall Flag, the Man in Black, the Walking Duty has all these different names. He's the personification of evil in the Stephen King multiverse. Yeah. Non Stephen King readers may not know this, but there's practically an MCU of Stephen King books. They're all linked together. There's characters that come in and out. Really? Yes. Yes, and the Dark Tower kind of ties them so all together. So is anybody from Gerald's Game in the, the uh, uh, Gerald's Dark Game? Tower? Maybe I don't think okay. I don't know. Uh, but Insomnia. Gerald's Game pissed me off. So I much. liked it, but we're not going to get. Let's it not just, get off on that. Okay, but I know I know why. It was a. It was so great. Yeah. Until it I like that. That part sent chills down my. Yeah, my spine. it was great until it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So and they even made a. I enjoyed the the movie they made about it. Yeah, it was good. But so. The Walking Dude, Walter O'Dim, like I said. I love or, that series, The yeah. Walking Dude. <laughs> God, man, I've got 12 episodes the left. The Man in Black mm. is evil. He's evil, mm-hmm. but he's also got a sense of humor, a quirky sense of humor about him. And Matthew McConaughey, the movie isn't that great, but he's perfect in it. As okay. that. And I thought that uh, Ingrid Elbow did <laughs> a great job as Roland. 
because Roland is a no-nonsense. He was modeled after Clint Eastwood. That's Stephen King was trying to write a story with Clint Eastwood as the as the okay. you know, Clint Eastwood's cowboy character. That's what he's modeled after. Yeah. That's how he's described. Okay. And all the the art that's made of him, it's all uh, Clint Eastwood. So they went with Ingrid Elbow, and I thought that was cool <laughs> because he does. He has that stone face, like you can't tell what he's thinking. Yeah. And uh, oh, him and Matthew McConaughey just rocked. The mistake that they made okay. is the dark. It sounds like it's great, but you're telling me that it's not. Well, the Dark Tower is seven books. It's a lot, and like I said, it ties together all almost all of Stephen King's works. Okay. There's actually two books out there that all they do is tie to show where all the different books tie into the Dark like Tower. Like Dark Tower for Dummies. Yeah, okay. like the, the annotated edition. Yeah. They tried to cram all of that into one movie, and you can't do that. It's like it's like so, the opposite of what Peter Jackson so, did. So they did The Hobbit and stretched it out to three, and then they took seven and made it into one. Yeah. When Peter Jackson... Because you don't care about what's happening, because it's like they have to do all this exposition while they're walking. Like, oh, we've got to go here because this thing's important because of whatever. Well, there was a whole book dedicated to why that's a thing. Yeah. You can't just talk about it while you're walking over to a deal. When Peter Jackson was trying to sell The Hobbit to yeah. uh, production houses or whatever, he could not find anybody who wanted to make it because, I mean, he's like, we're going to shoot three movies all at once. And they're like, well, what if the first one flops? Oh, he's yeah. like, it's not going to. It's yeah. The Lord of the Rings. And like, okay. And then how they let Peter uh, Peter Marshall, how they let Peter Jackson, host of the Hollywood Squares, make this. I have no idea because his earlier movies they're weird. They're horrible. Okay, and but yeah, they trusted him to do the Lord of the Rings. But they were gonna let him do. They're like, okay, well, you can do one. He's like, I can't make it in one movie. I just can't. Yeah. And uh, they're yeah. like, uh, that's kind of what they did with Dark Tower. They yeah. kind of he they wanted to make a series, and they said, "We'll just make one, and we'll see how it goes." Like you can't the first yeah book. It doesn't. I mean, it make a good movie, uh, but th- you know when I saw that they're making, and I don't know if it's Netflix or Hulu or Buttock or whatever the hell the Roku. services Roku yeah. Yeah. Um, sling. <laughs> when I when I saw that they were making like a, a episodic series, I was like, "That's how you do the Dark Tower. Yeah. That's a good way to do it because yeah. it is." It's a story that just keeps getting weirder and weirder and cooler and cooler as it goes. So yeah. I'm stupid excited for yeah. that. <laughs> Anybody involved in that production, if you, for whatever reason, you're listening to this, give Matthew McConaughey a call. Yeah. He needs to be the man in black. He does. Just do that. And, he and needs, I'll be happy. I, well, I don't think he needs the money, but. You've heard about butt dialing? Yes. Okay. Well, I did something worse. Uh, you butt zoomed? No, no, <laughs> no. I uh, I was at work. Yeah, well, I work from home. <laughs> so you were home. I was home. Yeah, do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Went upstairs to get lunch, and uh, I was looking at Facebook real quick, and mm-hmm. I I put my phone in my pocket. Okay, oh, I, I'm making my sandwich. You dialed. I did not dial it. Okay, I got my. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What you think about me, but it's not true. <laughs> I get my phone out, and then I see all these descriptions for somebody. They're uh, they're they work here. They used to work here. They yeah. did this thing. And I'm like, this looks like somebody that I know. I scroll up. Yeah, it's one of my kids' teachers. Okay, I've sent one of my kids' teachers a Facebook friend request, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's weird. <laughs> and I instantly mm-hmm. unsent it. Yeah, I un- I canceled it, and then I thought, and then oh, you crap. Get a- oh crap! Now this person 
could see that I I think you can see that someone had sent and 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 denied it, right? I don't know if you can or not. Well, I hope I so because know. I don't want it to be weird. Yeah. Because I don't know if teachers are allowed to be Facebook friends with parents of their students. Yeah. Uh, so and then <laughs> I just thought this is so weird now. Yeah. And now whenever I run into this teacher, I'm gonna feel awkward as hell because <laughs> either. Um, Either this person knows that I sent it and then deleted it. Yeah. Well, why do you not like me enough to where you deleted this request? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's never happened to me before. And I almost had a mic moment. Oh, we went Jesus. To, I'm we sorry. Went, yeah, we went to a band concert, okay? Okay. And it's uh, Cameron's uh, ninth grade band is performing. And I'm sitting there in the uh, audience, and there's my mom, me, uh-huh. Libby, and Jacob. I look in the, uh, I look at all the students on the stage, and one of the girls in the front row, I'm sorry, in the second row, I'm like, hey, she's the one who sold tickets at the movie theater. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, you know, and I just kind of really said it to myself. Uh-huh. And then Jacob goes, what? I said, no, it's it's nothing. No, what did you say? I said, there's the girl that sold us the tickets mm-hmm. to the movie theater. He goes, what movie? I'm like when when we went to see the Fablemans. Yeah. Who? The the oh. girl up on stage. Which girl? That oh. the <laughs> the one with the bangs. He's like, what color bangs, Dad? Oh, Girls have God. all kinds of color bangs. Yeah. And I wanted to go the only girl with bangs. Yeah. You know, and, the, and I'm like one, two, three. It's turning into something that it doesn't even need no. to turn into. Yeah. And it's like it's uh, the the fourth girl from the right or the left. Oh, sweet lord! From the right. Yeah. The fourth girl from the right, and then yeah. Libby gets involved. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> and I said the girl who sold us tickets to the movie. <laughs> And then mom asks, what movie? Oh, when, Jesus. When we went to see the Fablemans. Oh, my it's, God. She's on the state. And then Libby says. Yeah, it's a whole thing. And Libby's like, so? Because she thinks I'm making such a big deal about it. It's one, two, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, you should get a laser pointer right there. <laughs> that that girl right there. <laughs> Take a sniper <laughs> up there. But, uh, <laughs> Doesn't See, matter. You're, and then, I don't. I don't even know why. And then why am I saying out loud? It's a girl who sold us the tickets. I, you know, your family <laughs> questions you. You've told a number of these stories. We've gotten to know each other a little bit over the past <laughs> yes, couple of years. Yes, we have. And I've noticed that your family still questions you. Like my family knows well enough. I don't know if I want the answer from Dad on this one. <laughs> Just let him be over there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but you you still apparently have your family's trust. It just turned into a thing, and I, <laughs> I don't know what else to do about it. So. This portion of our show is brought to you by a horse. You can pet it, you can feed it, you can have your picture taken with it. It's a horse. Now, back to the show. Ah! The glass is off! A few weeks ago, yeah. I had complained that people on uh, TikTok and Instagram need to stop with the how to make your own. Okay, because a lot of the stuff. I make my own every well, day. Well, yeah, I do too. It's about nine o'clock in the morning. And I'm convinced that a lot of people are making these videos just for the likes, oh, just yeah. for the negative comments. Yeah. Just so people will watch it again and go, hey, what happened? So this guy yeah. posts and. He he makes this video, and he's got all these tools, and he's in his bathroom. So he takes the the uh, handle for the toilet, and he drills a hole in it. Then he puts a chain through the handle. 
Okay. And then he gets uh, a long thing of uh, PVC pipe. Okay. And he cuts it at the bottom. He cuts it at the top. Why'd you cut it at both ends? I don't know. Yeah. And he measures it from the handle down to the floor. And then he just happens to have a uh, a kick drum uh, thing for, for <laughs> a drum set. I did not know that's where that was going. Okay. Yeah. And he puts that on the floor, yeah. and he uh, <laughs> jerry-rigs it. <laughs> he rejiggers. <laughs> he rejiggers it. <laughs> he connects the kick drum yeah. to the... To the PVC pipe that okay. has a chain into it that goes up to the handle. And what he does is he steps on it. Oh, it flushes the toilet. I hope. And he looks at the camera and says, see, you can do that. And you don't have to wash your hands. I hope he trips and bruises his balls on the seat. Well, he just, he triggered, he did exactly what he was looking for. Yeah. He triggered thousands of people yeah. to, to dislike and well, what if you poop? You got to wash your hands in. I don't yeah. know how many people. And here I am. I've fallen right into it. I'm reading all the comments. I'm adding what Mike. It's what you call adding fuel to the fire. Okay. 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 And I'm like this guy's an idiot, but that's why he made the video. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. He no. He made the video oh, so that people, people would jump in. Yeah. And call him an idiot. Okay. So my just stop for tonight is. Well, there's two. One, stop watching these videos. <laughs> two, <laughs> stop commenting because that's exactly what he wants you to do. Yeah, it's, that's, I get yeah. I get upset, and you do this uh, quite a bit. Um, when people answer these things on Facebook, mm-hmm. like "What's your favorite color?" or uh, right, you know, whatever you're like, you're red. Or <laughs> I'm like, don't answer those questions because that's what they're doing. Or it's, like, it's what's clickbait. the stupidest? Yeah, clipping. Yeah. Um, one thing I do appreciate though is is you usually put something relatively funny in there. I, I like, try. You try to. I try. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, I can't remember the last time I jumped on that. Um, you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, you haven't done it in a while. But no, there was one time where people were arguing, "What's your favorite Christmas song?" or, or something. Yeah. And then I jumped on. I says, "Man, I used to love Christmases in Tennessee when the snow would come in, and mom yeah. and dad and I we would go out in the snow, <laughs> yeah. snow and just." <laughs> you know what I'm gonna and do. And then just to make people, <laughs> it's like, what's this guy talking about? And then sometimes the honeymooners. That was a great show. Send. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there's people I've been watching. I've actually done a few recipes from TikTok. People will do like food recipes where they. Some of them look delicious. Some of them are just moronic. Yeah, I think I'm going to make a TikTok video for the Daddy Grilled Cheese. Mm-hmm. I've talked about the Daddy Grilled Cheese before. We got our first hate mail. Did you know that? Our first hate comment. No. And I'll tell you who it was from oh, off air. Okay. But they they went off on us like hard uh, because they thought that I was making fun of dads. Uh huh. They thought that, you know, I was saying that dads are, are <laughs> at making grilled cheese. Right. And I wanted to say, no, this dad is <laughs> dad at making Mike. grilled cheese. Yeah. Uh, but they just went, they went on this whole, like, uh, <laughs> we don't get political, but they went a whole thing just like, I was like, whoa, it's calm a, down and put the drink down, buddy. Yeah, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah. And, and it was you and it's I, funny. I don't. I, give, I, I, well, I'll speak for myself. Yeah, I am an idiot. <laughs> well, I put a picture because <laughs> along with it, I put a picture of what somebody had clearly dropped a grilled cheese on the ground and stepped on it. Yeah. and then put it on a plate. Yeah, and I put. I thought that was hilarious. This is what I feed it's, my kids. It's funny, and yeah. he just went off on that. He's like, "This is just adding in to the blah 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 propaganda." Oh, that give we're, me a oh, break. I was like, and he was serious. And then there were people <laughs> so. I did. I, I did what I said I would never do uh-huh. back when we first started. I was like, I'll never delete a comment. Why do people? It's like, no, nope, I'm deleting that comment. Yeah. This is a comedy podcast, and 
I, I'm I'll I'll play around with you guys, but if you can't take a joke, dude, hey. whatever. <laughs> I won't get into this particular joke, but I made a joke on my Facebook page. It's clearly a joke. Yeah, and it involved. I won't even tell you what it involved. A friend it was about of mine, a pair of muffins in, a, in an oven. No, holy <laughs> shit, talking muffin. <laughs> Uh, a friend of mine who I went to high school with, uh-huh. uh, it triggered something that involves uh, her and her daughter. Okay. And I'm, I was like, y- you know what? You didn't get the joke. Yeah. But I've known you for almost 30 years now. You get a free pass. And I, I, I like you and I respect you. And I deleted it. Yeah. Even though she didn't get it. And it wasn't offensive. Yeah, by rights you shouldn't have had I, to delete I it. I just but. I deleted it because yeah. I care about this this friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, that being said, <laughs> some people just need to learn to take a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you had something on the rundown here. I know we're getting near the end of the show here, mm-hmm. but I, I do want to call this out. You two Kennedy Center honors. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know what that was. Like I saw the pictures. Really. Uh, it's yeah. like the highest honor uh, an artist can receive. Uh, in the United States, uh-huh. that uh, that celebrates their contribution to culture and the American society. Oh, and you two were inducted into the Kennedy Center Honors. Well, that's pretty cool. It is pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, that's pretty dope. Uh, other people too have been inducted: Martin Scorsese, Steve Martin, uh, David Letterman was put in a few years ago. The Eagles, Guar, yeah, Guar, okay. absolutely. Uh, 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 Pee Wee Herman. Yep. So we. So we. I. I do have some U two news besides that. Yeah. Um, oh, just before you get into that, uh-huh. Eddie Vedder was there. Yeah. He performed Elevation. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Killed. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. He and did it made a good me job. want Pearl Jam to do an album of U two covers. Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, yeah. They. There, there's a couple stories I shared with you guys because mm-hmm. they actually toured with U2 when U2 was doing the Zoo TV tour. Okay. Was when Pearl Jam had just released the second album, Versus. Versus. Yeah. I love So Versus. Pearl Jam was like as, Big as high as, yeah. as, as they, you know, and yeah. then um, U2 did, did, was and, doing their whole thing. And then Pearl Jam were on their penultimate album, <laughs> their second one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's, a, there's a story of where uh, Pearl Jam was accepting an award. And Eddie was poking a little bit of fun at Bono because that's when Bono was wearing the super big glasses. The fly glasses. Yeah. And he said something like, this looks like Bono. And um, uh, he went back and he saw the edge and he started thinking, oh, man, I don't want to – I didn't mean it to be – I was trying to be funny, but nobody right. laughed. Right. Because this is back when Eddie wasn't really making jokes. He was just kind of seen as super serious all the yes. time. Yes, You remember those days? I do. And uh, the story is that he went up to the edge and said, I, I you know – I said that about Bono. Do you, I mean, was that going too far? And they said that edge was just staring at him dead face and said, I just got off the phone with Bono and they stared at each other for a while. And then they both started laughing, which yeah. is a pure, I love that story, but, but Bono wasn't upset about no, it. No. I think he has a pretty good sense of humor. He does. Yeah, he does. He knows. Yeah. He, yeah. That's one of the reasons I like him is they're, they're fun. Yeah. They're, they're more funny than being out in the desert and looking pissed off all the time. <laughs> But another another piece of YouTube news is mm-hmm. that um, they were going to. I don't know if they're still doing this or not. But they were. There's a venue that's opening in Vegas. It's a one of a kind arena. Yeah. It's called the Sphere. 
Yep. And if you want some really cool, there's a really cool video. If you go to the, I think it's called SphereLasVegas.com or something like that. You can see a, a, a like a animation of what it's supposed to look like. And it, it's interesting. It's using concepts of 360 and degree sound all around. It's supposed to sound the same in every seat, wherever you are in it. Um, all kinds of stuff. The stage rotates and moves and all this weird stuff. Yeah. And you two are supposed to open it in 2023. Yeah. And I told Bess, I, I said to Bess, I was like, you, you know we're going to that. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets like, are going to be $5,000 a piece. I, yeah. We're, we're, we will go. You know, if, if there's, because in my view, it's like if there's ever a band that I would go do that for, mm-hmm. it would be them. Yeah. Anyway, I told the Libby point about is, yeah. yeah, the point is, now Larry is going under going into surgery because he's has a, having like joint and all these different issues. Yeah, and Larry's the, the drummer. For Larry's the who... drummer. Yeah. So the the question to so the YouTube groups, I, I've talked about them before on the Facebook group. I've had to silence a few of them because yeah. they've been going wild. They've said, and Larry's come out and said, if YouTube tours in 2023, it will not be with me. So people's losing their minds that the band is breaking on, up. on one end, yeah. they're breaking up. On the other end, how dare Larry? There's people saying that he should just go out there and move his arms and have a drum track. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You, you know, what is the animal from the Muppets? <laughs> He's not like the, the country bears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. um, I, I really hope that he's okay. I, I kind of hope that if that's the case, if he's not going to be with them, yeah. I mean, I would still go to the sphere, but I, I don't see them playing without him. I don't think they, they should do it. Without they are, him. they yeah. are friends first. Yeah. You know, they, they're, that's kind of their deal. Well, the only time they performed without one of the members was when Bono had his bike accident. Yeah. And Bruce Springsteen filled in for him yeah. for a one op show where they did what two songs yeah it was like a it was a fundraising event if yeah. i'm right yeah 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 and uh okay and springsteen killed it mm-hmm. okay springsteen yeah. actually just damn killed yeah. it where the yeah. streets have no name oh it was it was yeah just really really something well, else. The, yeah and he's they've been close he actually inducted them they into the inducted hall of each fame. other into yeah the they're hall of fame. yeah they're really close yeah yeah, an interview that I saw with Springsteen, and I'll get off of this in a minute. I know you guys love U2 talk. <laughs> Shannon Brown stopped listening yeah. to us a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, Bono, uh, in one of the books, uh, relays a story where him and Bruce Springsteen were talking about their albums. And Bono said to Bruce Springsteen, all your albums are about someone else. Like, all your songs are about somebody. He's like, have you ever thought about writing an album from your point of view? Or like your songs. And I guess the next album mm-hmm. was one where he did that. And, and Bono's kind of being Bono. He's like, I don't want to say that I influenced <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. I'm just saying we had this conversation and then that album came out. I don't know. I mean, I thought the whole Born to Run album was uh, kind of from Springsteen's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you listen, yeah. I agree, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of the songs, it's you know, yeah. he's got a name to a character or whatever. Yeah, and I think it was I'm gonna. What's the one? Tunnel of Love is is it Tunnel of Love? The, the album that is album, Tunnel of Love. Those songs are all. I think that's the one. Those are all about him yeah. and his thing. Not him and his. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was about Bruce Springsteen was writing about his thing <laughs> that him, he would use to Facebook him, friend people. Him with. and his perspective. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up. Before we go, I want to throw a shout out to Jeremy Parker. He is a fan of our show. He's sent us a couple of pictures. Mm -hmm. One of them was a plaque commemorating, I think, the first location of the Otis Elevator Company, who are a frequent uh, 
sponsor of our show. Damn, proud, damn, damn proud fine sponsor elevators. of our show. Oh my god! And I am brand loyal. I only ride in Otis Elevator. You know, the last time I went to a hotel, mm-hmm. it was an Otis Elevator, yeah. and it smelled fantastic. Well, there's nothing like the feel, the smell, and the comfort of an Otis Elevator. That's right. Yeah. So, and then he sends us another picture with an Otis truck behind him. Yeah. And underneath it is the caption, Brand Loyal, <laughs> which I thought was awesome. So, Jeremy, thank you for sending us those pictures. That was cool. And we appreciate you listening to us. We're, uh, hey, this Let's is a, this wrap is, this puppy. Yeah, this is the first episode of 2023. We hope everybody's having a great new year so far. We want you to go to irritabledadsyndrome.com. And I know that Christmas is over with, but. You know what? You can still go to our store at Irritable Still, still buy our... You it's even use, better now because you don't have to wrap it. Right. Yeah. And you can... Can you still use the uh, 10% code Irritable? No. No? No? no, no, no okay. No, okay. No, okay. No, Take that out. I don't want to edit that yeah. out. <laughs> we should have a meeting before the, before the podcast. So, f*** that. Um, everything we have at IrritableDadsCenter.com is regular price. Yes. But the quality oh, is still just the same. Good. Yeah. <laughs> We've got over 3,000 people that loved it and ain't bought. <laughs> Mike... We, we put I'm out an so ad. Excited. We put an ad out for the uh, in my defense. I thought it was funny. Sure, and thousands well, of people loved it. Because I kept getting it. compliments yeah. everywhere I would wear it. People would say that's yeah. funny. I had a guy at the Pussifer show let me in front of him in the yeah. bathroom because yeah. my shirt was funny. I'm like, yeah. oh, I need to advertise this thing. I had many, many yeah. people say it was funny when I wore it at Universal Studios. Yeah. they loved it. Yeah, and so, but apparently not. But ain't nobody buying ain't it. Ain't nobody buying it. <laughs> If you do buy one, take a picture of you wearing said shirt yes. and send it to us, and we'll put it on our uh, our Facebook page and all that. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, thanks for listening. We hope to see you again on Irritable Dance Syndrome. <laughs> I think this is the best episode we've done this year. We'll see you next week, brochachos. Whatever that is. Yeah, I want yeah. to throw a shout out to Jeremy Park. I want to throw a shout out to mm-hmm. Jeremy Park. Jesus, Jesus. Say, just start with it before we go because I interrupted you anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Captain, what's his name, uh, mystery guy on the Marvel. Um, what's his name? Magic Thor? Mike. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Anywho. Uh, 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 Anywho. Benedict, uh, Benedict Cumber, Cumber Buzzle. I know you know how to drink without slurping. I know you do. I enjoy doing that. You can do that. I know you do. Okay.